Not Another Origin Story, the comic book movie podcast with more joke credits than Deadpool. I'm your host, Pogues, and I'm joined by the older, grosser avocado, Ben Chapman. Oh, come on. Can I make a baller reference to my face right at the opener? I mean, it could have been about, like, your whole body. Those things have to be limited to your face. That's fair. Uh, We're also joined by our guest this episode, Jess Tilkowski. Correct. Yeah, you got it. it. Wow. Happy Custer Pulaski Day. Sometimes when I can't say somebody's name, I just make Ben introduce them. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's kind of like when you run into someone at a party and you can't remember their name. So you're like, oh, yeah, this is who I'm with. Please tell me who you are. Exactly. That's never happened to me because I'm a good person. Ugh. Oh, I'm the worst. And it's I don't go to cool. parties. <laughs> it's a lot of me forgetting people in my immediate vicinity. Well, uh... This is a, a different episode, I think, than our traditional fare, because we actually saw a movie that people have a chance to have actually seen. Yes, that's true. We usually <laughs> said, hey, uh, listeners, have you tuned in to Roger Corman's unreleased 1994 Fantastic Four movie? No? All right. See you and later. then the better question was, hey, did you see that Jessica Alba one? Somehow <laughs> it's harder to find. <laughs> the, the one you specifically steered clear of when it came out? Hunt it down. Pay money on Amazon to rent it. I mean, a lot of people saw this movie. Can we say the name of the movie yet? Yeah, Why we not? can say the name of the movie. <laughs> it's not a, no, it's a secret until the end of the episode. <laughs> yes, by the end, what it is. We're talking about Deadpool, of course. And uh, it had insane numbers at the box office. If I really, correctly. really good. Really strong early I should, I should early look them showing. up, but yeah. Actually, yeah. why don't we go ahead and, and just do the buy the numbers real quick, Ben? Let's fucking do it. What do you guys think the budget was? Oh, yeah. Budget. Any guesses in the budget? I don't know how much movies cost. I know. This is me, too. When we first started this podcast, I was like, $100? I don't know anything. Uh, <laughs> you can either guess, like, $2 million or, like, $200 million for movies like, that were filmed in the 80s. I, I, I have no... Because, I mean, the effects budget on this had to be big because there's a lot of action in it. But, like, it's a lot of action of, like, shooting dudes. Yeah. So it, it wasn't like a lot of CG. I mean, I guess Colossus is CGI. Well, but he's pretty crappy, so that could have cost <laughs> too much. It's, it's, it's impossible to make Colossus look cool, I've decided, despite Colossus being, like, really cool. That's a new actor, too, isn't it, from the X-Men? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, uh, who was the lady who was with Natasha on Rocky and Bullwinkle? I think he got another role. <laughs> could that guy's Russian accent have been any more, like, 1980s? It was. But it's supposed to be. He's Colossus. Yeah. Like, he's supposed to be, like, a big, goofy Russian Boy Scout. They played the polite angle a lot yeah. harder, too. Yeah. You yeah. mean they played the Captain America angle? Yeah, well, no, I mean, Colossus has always notoriously been, like, overly polite, like, yeah. down-to-earth guy. That guy's had sex with more people in the X-Men than... Yeah, that's like, why. He's got a he's huge beef cock. as fuck, and he's oh, got manners. Wait, wait. <laughs> is that not rewind? Wow, this <laughs> is a family podcast. <laughs> this is not that type of podcast. Yeah, that's not this type of podcast. Um, a catchphrase. It's not for this podcast. Um, wow, I, and I'm gonna have to go. I'm sorry. I I'm only gonna say cock so. like ten more times. Okay, I'm gonna keep it counting. Count them. Count them down. Listeners did at that, home, did that count as one? No. Listeners at home, draw a cock every time she says. <laughs> All right, well, as this will be our final episode due to a series of lawsuits, Ben, how much do you think this movie is grossed? And I looked this up as of today. Uh, I'm going to guess 50, 50 million? Oh, wait, we never guessed how much it cost. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm guessing the budget, yeah. Okay. That's not, I'm just, that's not what I'm guessing for the gross. Jess, do you want to guess it all? Or? Uh, I, you know, I'm going to go 51 million. You piece of shit. You're going to do the price right bullshit on me? I think it would have been 49 million, right? Because you want to go close as possible without going over? Uh, you yeah, would, but the first one right. is yeah, okay, the first yeah, one yeah, was right. Yeah. Yeah. Does it actually cost 58 million? Oh! Hey! <laughs> <laughs> now, how much do you think it grossed? I exactly. Just uh, 
domestically. Yeah. The old, good old USA. I'm going to say at least double that. I'm going to say 100, 100 mil. Okay. I'm going to say $250 million. You piece of shit. 314 Hey. Hey. I wasn't wait, too far off. Wait, domestically? Yeah. Yeah. Are you sixty-three million foreign? So it's already at about uh, six and a half million dollars. God damn! Where does this rank? Uh, it ranked eleventh uh, adjusted- of all superhero movies. Like of, uh, yeah, the, ones, the list we've been using, and uh, adjusted for inflation, it's eighteenth. Wow! So it's doing pretty good. It is doing That's solid. Some Scrooge McDuck type money. Yeah, that really is. Yeah, which you it's know that means there's going to be a sequel, which we'll talk about that in a little bit. The loonies? Yeah. That's not a real money. It, it is, though. Isn't it? <laughs> loonies? It's um, odd. Ben- I mean, that's not the name of their dollar. Right. right. It's, it's the colloquial name for their for their currency. Not anyway. only is there going to be a sequel to this, yeah. but it's R-rated. So this is kind of a game changer with regards to, like, is it okay to make an R-rated superhero movie yeah hollywood is scared of it for a while yeah, yeah, yeah. They done it. me and ben talked about this on the mini episode there's actually uh kick-ass 300 sin city both first are, two blades those Not, are movies based on one comic shot books yeah, yeah and less like superhero action movies i would i would argue except maybe blade uh but you know like sin city is is more like super stylized and very much a comic book movie but it's not like a superhero film like for for all of its dancing in deadpool like it's a pretty traditional origin story it's a pretty traditional i'm not a hero oops i'm a hero story which we'll get to that too (laughs) Uh, before we jump into this let's go ahead and uh do you guys have any connection to deadpool um sort of i i I do speaking first just because because well, I'm, I'm a man and I'm white. You piece of uh, shit. No, you're not. You're all, yeah. You're, you're like part Native <laughs> American, so you should go last. And Just a drop. It counts. It's 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 funny because you're probably painting a particular mental image, and for the listeners, that's not accurate. Uh, yeah, I am like a ghost. Browner than you. For yeah, a hundred percent. Whoa, I like. I think forty. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that's more of a statement <laughs> on my color let's than get yours. A, let's get a chart up here. Yeah. Uh, I mean that's two sides of a spectrum. Yeah, brown as shit. Anyway, um, <laughs> speaking. <laughs> back to my point. Uh, Take no, it into I, the race, please. I <laughs> I was into Deadpool uh, early on, not in a way where I call myself like a mega fan or anything, but I was into Deadpool because I had an atrocious hatred for a lot of late '80s, early '90s comics, particularly in the X Men Marvel world. Sure. All like the swords and lasers that just like just got soaked into every character. Endlessly. And so you liked Deadpool, who is a what? character that is all swords and lasers? A, a, a character that, that had those things with the specific intent to mock them. I mean, his name's Wade Wilson off of Slade Wilson, which is the name of, of Deathstroke. It's, an, it's, it's the biggest parody ever. He kind of, I think his origin shit was a little more serious, but I mean, he got pretty, like, sarcastic. Yeah, he's definitely more, he's really gone... Now he's outrageously yeah. campy and cartoonish, but initially it was all like a uh, melodramatic parody of that shitty shit. So I was amused by that. So I was into Deadpool. Then I started reading some of the stuff. I'd say about four or five years ago, there was like three different comics out. We were like kind of reached peak Deadpool saturation until now, uh, and it, it it petered off. It it, it uh, that bubble burst. It got <laughs> so stupid. I remember reading a Deadpool comic where he was like in. A rubber dinghy boat, like for children, on the on the on the ocean, uh-huh. and was like with a monkey, and he was like just like doing goofs for like 
20 pages and I'm like this is the dumbest shit I've ever read it was doing so, goofs yeah he didn't there was no story he just house. made yeah just had a bit going for like an entire book and I'm like he why am I reading this <laughs> like this is terrible because that's because I don't think a lot of people know how to do him uh, and even done particularly right I don't think he's uh, it's hard to master. like Maybe you feel do a good joke cast. in a comic uh, well, we'll see when when four new Deadpool com- comics come out this this month, probably. Well, I, I got to tell you this, Ben. This is something I don't think you're aware of. Deadpool has been for like the last two years the most insanely popular character at conventions. Mm-hmm. Uh, they there's more merchandise. His merchandise is worth way more than everybody else's. It's insane. People love Deadpool. Do I, not know why. No idea that he was up. Yes, yeah. wasn't he like a like a mascot for some of the kids' shit for a while? Uh, it's insane. Most of the people I see who are like really big in the Deadpool who ask me when I go to the shows, like, do you have any Deadpool stuff? It, they're always like 12. And I'm like, who is letting, why are you letting your kids read this comic? I, oh, they were sorry. using him like, like Disney was or something like there was, there was Deadpool foregrounding for a while in the kids market, which is insane to me because yeah. he's always been pretty, pretty bloody. But he is very juvenile, so I guess yeah. it does appeal to that market. But, but like, violently and sexually juvenile. Yeah, so, so like, bizarre. teenagers. Yeah, 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 like teenagers. <laughs> exactly. Kids are fucking gross. But but just jumping in here real quick, speaking of this, only because it's relevant to this topic, an 11-year-old, no, less than that, I'm saying, like, seven tops, attended my showing of Deadpool with, awesome. with, with his parents. Yeah, mm-hmm. I saw, down, I saw some kids opening sat up. in the front row with parents, yeah. and I was like, "Whoa, that's it, like I, that's I understand quite awkward because not only are you going to see a sex scene, you're going to see it next to your parents. Oh, and, and like, like six or seven six sex scenes. Yeah, like stacked up to a montage. Like I saw that happening, and, and the whole movie, my whole movie was painted by that because every time something happened on screen that was like him, like." blowing a man away that was like graphically violent i was like <laughs> like it just it felt uh, weird suddenly to, like no that, that kid is fucked already that. yeah like, there's you, it's not like this is the event leading to that kid as a degenerate human like if his parents are bringing him to deadpool like there's nothing you could have done so don't feel bad just sign off yeah no yeah, I say that those parents have already shown a complete lack of parenting <laughs> skills that we can only assume bleed over into all aspects of parenting yeah, yeah that, that kid's garbage like soda <laughs> for bed you know I, I hate that kid is what yeah, i'm getting at no he's, um, he's dead now it's fine well but like jess did you have any any i mean you've said, you said some stuff about deadpool i i i mean i've known a little bit about him i've i've read a book here or there uh my biggest personal connection to Deadpool is that I used to date a guy who fucking loves Deadpool. Maybe um, you can break that code then. Just like, ha- and has for years, you know, much, far before this film. But uh, I think that he, he's he got like an anarchic kind of streak that, that appeals to a certain kind of person. Uh, and, you know, the the, the, the funny ha-has and the, yeah. the jipes and the, you know, all sorts of funny things. But I am... Um, Mostly, I have a negative association with Deadpool because for every holiday or event, he would dress as Deadpool dressed as that holiday or event. Wait, like this whole yeah, we need to pause just for a second. <laughs> you dated a guy who was like dressing up for Arbor Day as Deadpool, but as yes. a tree. <laughs> yeah, but dressed as Deadpool, dressed as a tree. Now this uh, is fascinating on so many levels. How long did this relationship last? It, not that long. <laughs> I have a swirl. You made it through at least two holidays. It sounds like. I mean, it's, what do you what do you define as a holiday? No, and like I, I'm on good terms with almost all of my ex partners. Uh, so a lot of those took place when we were not involved. Uh, um, and you still did, was this after you broke up or before? 
What do you mean? Like, like that, that like, I, did you thought... know he was the same before you started dating him? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I knew that he was complete. I mean, it's, that was interesting to me, but. So I have a quick question. How good of a Deadpool costume it's is, pretty, is it? It's a pretty good Deadpool like costume. A pretty, like, like a good, like a convention worthy costume. Yeah. I, I, like... I think there are, especially like it's, it's a cloth costume. It's not like a body armor okay, costume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's hard to do. Uh, yeah. It was just uncomfortable. I mean, when you guys do the sartorial episode of this show, like get me on. Cause I have a lot of opinions about translating like cartoon comic hero clothes into 3d human person clothes. Okay. Um, yeah, but <laughs> this isn't that kind of show. That's amazing. Uh, That's so... an amazing little bit of tidbit. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's just a fine costume. And, and you know, then he's like a leprechaun dressed as Deadpool or Deadpool dressed as a leprechaun rather. Anyways, He's an asshole. I like but, it both ways. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. There's not a ba- there's not a way that's bad. I just am, I'm intrigued just by like the thought of you like it's Flag Day and you come home and he's dressed as Deadpool with like, like a flag, making a burger. I'm more intrigued by you. You reach out into your brain for holidays and you grab Arbor Day and Flag Day <laughs> because in my mind, like I'm like, okay, I can see like Halloween or Christmas. Well, but, like, the way she just said holidays made it sound like he was just looking for an excuse to dress up as Deadpool. You know, he's just, like, dressed as an administrative assistant. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, Deadpool yeah. Yeah. celebrates Lincoln's, Lincoln's birthday and uh, Washington's That's birthday. The few Deadpool books I've read is the one where he's fighting all of the zombie presidents. Yeah, yeah, I have um, read that one, too. Which is fine. <laughs> yeah. Seems fine. Yeah. I mean, it's better to have Deadpool do these things than, like, basically any other hero. Right. You know, so there's there's that. <laughs> so I don't know. We can move on. So, folks, uh, just just to round us off here, so we jump into the, mo- the movie. I'm sure I'm sure people are excited to talk about. Uh, uh, what about you? I mean, I I know you've mentioned conventions and stuff. I mean, just uh, real briefly, I mean, I, any bit that Deadpool uh, sort of falls into the same area for me as uh, Spider Man, which is I like them when their quips are not like. Like, when they become super quippy, I just, it, it annoys me. Sure. Like, I was a big fan of the X-Force run where it was like they were in the all, like, black and gray uniforms, and he was with uh, Wolverine and mm-hmm. yep. Psylocke. I thought he was good in that. He was funny, but he wasn't so annoying. But yeah, I've read comics where I'm just like, ugh. Let's let's make a note to come back to the idea of being annoying, too. I think that's an interesting It's going to come up. Factor. This, for... It may come up in, like, my first two notes. Um, but but to, to that point, I think I said this in a previous episode. Uh, someone once compared Deadpool to uh, Ralph Wiggum on The Simpsons in that <laughs> he's hilarious. But when they when they caught on that he was hilarious, the Simpsons writers and started jamming him into episodes too much. Yeah, obnoxious. But part of that spectrum of The Simpsons is amazing, and I think Deadpool exactly in that example you gave, where he's like part of a team where like no one's making jokes and he is. That sounded better. But my my fear with this movie that was sort of came to reality was that it was going to be nonstop jokes that never landed in any kind of reality, which was there is yeah sort of what happened. But anyway, yeah, let's let's just go and get into yeah, let's it. Yeah, into it. Uh, the movie opens with some credits, which drove me insane. I've talked to people, and they're like, "I thought that was funny," and I was like, "Those were just like the worst." jokes and like so self-masturbatory by the like the writers of them you talk about like 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 the the the, the, the just like define people as like yes the fake credits where it's like you know like starring a a cgi character whatever it was just like so like the writers were like oh my god we're geniuses and it's like this isn't funny this is like a really shitty version of what could be a funny joke but (laughs) is not and the amount of jokes about ryan reynolds in this movie 
were like insane. <laughs> yeah. I was like, quit bringing him up. He is not any good. Like the more you bring him up, the more I'm like, man, he was in a lot of really terrible comic book movies. <laughs> I Every think... time they said his name, I was like, boy, that RIPD sure was a pile of shit. But I think, I think the funny thing is, is that most of the world would probably disagree with you. I like a lot of people were thrilled to see him take on this role. I think a bunch of people were I think Ryan Reynolds was fucking born to play Deadpool because he's annoying as shit. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to have to agree with this, yes, girl. And I feel like if she ever breaks up with her current boyfriend, I might have a chance if she doesn't agree like Deadpool on her. <laughs> I mean, that's really what I'm looking for in a partner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the only well, thing. I do host a podcast about uh, comic book movies. Whoa, slow like halfway slow your brag roll. Like <laughs> I host a, Co-host. a low-level amateur podcast. Whoa. Hey, guys. We have professional mics. On, we do have <laughs> professional these, these mics. Were solid. Now, this is where I think that I realized that maybe I'm just getting too old. Like, uh, I'm Murtaugh <laughs> fucking Lethal Weapon. Too old because for this my- yeah, my first note is just like, man, they really ruined this opening song because I like Angel of the Morning. And I was like, oh, and they, all those jokes just annoyed me so much. And then I just wrote down, I think I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> like, I just feel like this movie was geared for somebody who is not me at all. And then you closed your notebook and you got up and you left the theater. And that's all you saw. <laughs> I went and sat down with a, a like a six-year-old who had come by themselves. I'm not sure how they got in. They had a great time talking about I, this. He's still in your house, as far as I understand. <laughs> well, I mean, I need confirm nor deny those rumors can you guys hear that like muffled screaming is that what you're telling me i'm trying to talk over it but you guys keep bringing it up just like ryan reynolds oh <laughs> uh, yeah um uh, but this brings a good reynolds, point truly the muffled child <laughs> screaming of actors <laughs> this brings up an excellent point which was that i was talking about this with pogues just moments before we started recording is that there's there is two levels of meta at play in this movie one is just i'm acknowledging that i'm in a story and that i'm in a superhead story meta. And that's that's classic Deadpool stuff. Breaking he's the talk- fourth wall. We, yeah, we're breaking the fourth wall where he's talking to the leader. He's talking to the reader, and he's like talking about <laughs> how we're in a narrative, and like he's going to do this thing, and then there's going to be a twist. That's all pretty classic Deadpool. But then there was like him talking about uh, himself as Ryan Reynolds, like naming his own <laughs> actor, which is yeah, and, really and, like to me that was just insane. Like people, I talk to people, and they're like, "Wasn't that funny?" And I'm like, "No, it just seems like you go to see a movie." And the lead person is like, drop my name into this film a few times if you can. And he mentions other actors playing other characters of the Marvel Universe. I, I actually support this decision. Yeah? I thought that was a pretty funny gag because there's no other film really where that even makes a modicum of sense. But maybe there's do. a reason for that. Uh, you know? <laughs> true. I, I think that one joke about Ryan Reynolds would have been funny. Right. Like four jokes about Ryan Reynolds seems yeah. like you're trying real hard. The Hugh Jackman mask, hysterical. It was pretty solid. Especially that he stapled it on. <laughs> yes, yes. I did a pre- But that works because it's not a Hugh Jackman mask. It's a Wolverine mask. So it's in universe. That was a Hugh Jackman mask. I that think. was a Hugh Jackman because he had the magazine earlier with the picture oh. of Jackman in mm-hmm. it. So like the uh, sexiest man in America or whatever. Right. That's right. I'm sorry. I kind of zoned out during parts of the movie. <laughs> it's just uh, like really questioning my life and... I, I don't think I could because and, – and it's a different experience for me having seen it opening night in a packed theater full of people who were just like fucking jazzed about seeing Deadpool. You know, that's a good way to experience something like this because if you think about it too hard, it crumbles to dust in your hands. But it becomes me. <laughs> yeah. Just annoyed. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, I will say I enjoyed this movie more until like like over the last few days – I saw it Sunday – the last few days, I've just become more and more like, that wasn't that good. Like, uh, yeah, I gotta say, like, reflecting on it, and, like, I wrote some stuff down just to get my thoughts in order, 
Um, but where are those notes then? It's it's theoretical. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when I say wrote them down, I mean I didn't do any research at all. Unless. <laughs> Uh, anyway, this is Jess's last episode. Where's our sound effects board? We don't have, like, a... <laughs> no, this is the morning <laughs> show. <laughs> um, There's a pile on I-70. <laughs> but, no, like, my, my feelings thinking about this film way later, like you're talking about, are significantly different than my feelings when watching it. Because I was all smiles and, mm-hmm. and giggling through the mm-hmm. whole film. So yeah, I don't I was know what that is. Like, like, I don't know like what to 30. call that. You know what I mean? Fun. I think you're having yeah. fun. Yeah. Is that what people explain when they say a popcorn movie? Like a movie that you're enjoy Like when I ate. Because oh, you never questioned theater, those. And then I hated myself. What? I, it just, it, like, it felt like the first 30 minutes I was annoyed. Then I was like, ah, this isn't that bad. And then I just let, I just kind of went with it. But then when I left, I was like, that wasn't very good. Like, I could not believe the movie started with an Indian cab driver joke. It could have been better is the thing that I've really come down to on this movie that like you have a huge opportunity to do the kinds of jokes that no other movie can do, you know, that, that, that no other like character can do because obviously like every superhero movie, you've got like the lead character, like, ha ha, here's a joke. I'm a cool guy. Uh, I'm the iron man, you know, whatever. Uh, I don't, I don't know anything about comic books, but nailed it. (laughs) Uh, but like, this is like literally a character who's like whole thing is jokes mm-hmm. more even than the the spider-man who he doesn't doesn't <laughs> deadpool love the spider-man do you i'm sorry do you think that his name is the spider-man like you have to put in the article is that what i'm well, hearing I, i'm under the impression there's a lot of spider-man <laughs> spider-mans yes spider-mans spider-mans yes. uh and there's a there's a spider lady too uh, there are a few spider women. Yeah. I feel like this is a new podcast idea, <laughs> which is just you trying to recall the storylines of comic books as best as you can. Oh, man, this is a great idea. Dry but I would run. have to be, like, 70% drunker than I am. Um, but, uh, yeah, this the opener the opener was dense. Yeah. Like, that's something that I thought of looking back at it. Like, I felt more comfortable with the humor about midway through. Yeah, I just, like, the opening, I found that to be, like, as soon as they started, like, the credits, I was like, ah, these aren't funny jokes. I, I'm annoyed that this is in here. It's kind and of a hot topic st- opener, you know? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, and then they go straight to an Indian cab driver joke, and I was like, oh my god, this is not, like, I, we've seen enough Indian cab driver jokes. Like, I got it. Indian people drive cabs. I, I, or people who are not white drive cabs. Yeah, I was, I was about to say, I think he was just, like, Misk Brown, which was, like, kind of worse. I assumed he was supposed to be Indian because his, his girlfriend's name was Gita. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, there was definitely an implication. But, but I was just like, I could not believe that. I was like, wow, this is such a, one, like a dated, like early 90s joke. And two, like you said, there's so many missed opportunities that that guy could have been, uh, you know, somebody else, a woman. There could have been better jokes there. And did you notice like the number of bizarre, like dated references that will not hold up? Well... The question, and one the, of them, which did not even hold up, like the reference to Mama June, I did not get that. Someone had to explain it to there's me. There's a lot of ancient ones. At one point, he gets pressed against the seat, and he says he makes a joke about it being rich Corinthian leather, which is that joke to that old like um, like '80s commercial for like Lincoln Town Cars with uh, <laughs> Burt Reynolds, I think. That actually yeah. is a perfect Deadpool joke. Yeah. Because... That one, that one, I didn't mind because it's a joke in and of itself. But he's like Deadpool has got like a long-standing tradition of jokes that aren't always topical they're they're like ironically referencing like older 
like but the, 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 the Mama like, June thing. Somebody no. was like, "That's from Honey Boo Boo," and I was like, "What? One is that even still a TV show? And two, why? Yeah. Why would anyone think that's that? the dead zone? Like, haven't haven't they been trying to write this movie for like twenty five years the, the, or yeah, something those like that? Jokes. Yeah. But no, Deadpool humor falls in either the absolutely right now jokes, like in the in like happening like currently trendy jokes, mixed with I love B. Arthur. Like, that's, like, the range that he jumps. He's, sk- he's supposed to skip the middle. He's supposed to skip. You know what I mean? He's sure, supposed to skip, yeah. like, like the Rosie O'Donnell references. That's not either. And that's, uh, that. yeah, that, those come off weird to me. I don't know what the... Oh, that joke was. The Rosie O'Donnell joke. I was just like, that doesn't, it doesn't even make any sense. Yeah. It's not a joke. You just picked a person. Um, but I'm also, just, I'm just recalling the movie as we're, as we're talking, obviously. And the intro, besides, like, all, like, the word, like, the, the jokes about, who wrote this movie or whatever. Um, which, by the way, did you get piss anyone off? They didn't get any of their names in, like, the opening credits? I, I mean... Think. Eh, because they get them at the end. Yeah, uh, and, 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 like, I've never been like, you know what, I'm really interested in pursuing more of that person's work <laughs> that I saw the name of for, like, five seconds. I was going to say, do you want to even film. read them normally? No, I don't. Like, director, maybe? That's about it. But um, also in that scene is was, like, too... For me, too many, like, jokes. You get, like... Uh, you get like Deadpool's like I think it's Hello Kitty like lip balm goes flying past the screen. Uh, they throw up a, a Starbucks coffee cup that has Rob L on it, which is clearly Rob uh, uh, Leefield, creator of Deadpool. You've got uh, his wallet, someone's wallet coming up into the this, this shot, and it's got yeah. yeah the Ryan Reynolds in his Green Lantern costume. Yeah. None uh, of those are particularly bad references, but man, they come rapid promised. fire in that opener, which is well, kind of like his. His Adventure Time watch? I was like, why was that in the movie? That did not need to be in the movie. Like, it was just such, like, a thing to be like, hey, people who like Deadpool probably like Adventure Time. This is why this is so hard to review, because I liked that moment, and we keep doing that. Well, that's because you're an idiot. (laughs) We keep finding jokes where someone's like, oh, that hit joke sucked, and the other person's like, well, actually. Well, I mean, maybe that's why there's so many fucking jokes, because they're like, ah, some of them will hit. It's like, the the airplane strategy, you know? Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Just like, if it's been 15 seconds, we need another The pasta against the wall strategy, Yeah. Yeah. Which is not terribly not Deadpool. Yeah, um, it's true. It's very <laughs> to just true. shoot all of the guns of jokes. I, I I do appreciate one thing just on the whole about this movie because fuck trying to go chronologically. I have no idea how we're gonna do that with all of us not remembering the movie that strongly. But I think and I think I heard Ryan Reynolds say this in an inter- interview at some point. This the fact that this came out now I think is important to its success. Because I think if this came out like two superhero movies into the phenomenon, it wouldn't land. Sure. But now that there's, like, we've drilled a, a very clear formula, and I know the movie follows it plot-wise, but it oh, makes fun of... insane. This movie is literally, like, after thinking about it, it's the avatar of comic book movies. It is the most <laughs> cliche story I have ever seen in my life. Again, a wasted opportunity. Yeah. And there is literally a female character who exists solely so that she can be kidnapped at the end of the movie so she can be a damsel in distress. I mean, Which I found shocking. sort of, but she's well, also oh, she's also a prostitute she, <laughs> with a heart of gold, with a heart of fucking gold. She's, she's basically poor lady. <laughs> like, how many times has she had to play a prostitute with a heart? Yeah, of you're gold? right. She's she's a prostitute <laughs> from Firefly as well. Yeah, companion, excuse me. And she's like constantly getting kidnapped on uh, on Gotham. Oh, is she on Gotham? She is. Yeah. So are you guys going to do that on this? She's just also on V. And all of, all of the seasons <laughs> yeah. of Gotham. Yeah, we're going to do we each. about watching just one episode of Gotham. The first yeah, episode. I'll, pick, I'll pick a good one for you guys. Are you, are you, are you, well, I can't, I've can't, watched we, the whole show. can't get into that right now. <laughs> but yeah, we talk a lot Don't about worry, I hate myself. not understanding these, t- these uh, superior television shows. Um, 
So the movie, getting past that opener that just was so sickly sweet with jokes that it was almost dizzying, uh, which I think we can all agree on, we kind of move into like the back and forth fight sequence origin story. Mm-hmm. What, any, any, any takes on that? I, I like the idea. To not uh, one uh, scene uh, long? Yeah, oh. of doing like a sort of mix of the origin story. What, I'm not sure how I feel about it. What I did not like was that origin story, like, once he goes to get, like, the medical treatment, and, like, I don't know, it's just, like, I got it, they're in love, you don't really need to keep playing the, the long, serious scenes, but, like, the, the, the whole treatment thing, they could have cut out the whole middle of that. Yeah. I don't need to see how many times they tortured him. It was actually somewhat kind of stupid that I was, like, none of those things are in enough stress. <laughs> Fucking Jubilee is it a mall and gets kind of scared and her mutant power kicks in. <laughs> this motherfucker just found out he's going to die and leave the woman he loves alone. I think that's stress enough. I don't think he needs to be electrocuted. Uh, yeah. And how, how just being deprived of oxygen is doing. I just thought that whole thing was very, and it didn't really make sense why it made his body change. Well, didn't they give him a thing and then like, like a drug to kind of jazz it up? Jazz it yeah. up. Yeah, I think so. I think that was the plot was that, they activate his mutant genes and then sort halfway, and then they have to like get the rest out of his body by like figuring him out. Yeah. Yeah. The same way you get rid of hiccups, basically. An That's extreme 100% get rid of hiccups. Not real. <laughs> just, so I just, I you don't like get that. electrocuted to get rid of your hiccups? <laughs> No, I put a fucking chopstick in my mouth and drink water like a normal person. Yeah, that's put fine. Put a chopstick in your mouth? <laughs> or a straw. What the fuck? I've never heard that. Uh, new podcast idea. Just, just gives dubious just, hiccups just cures. Old wives' tale remedies. Which yeah. are not old wives' tales. She just like takes like four different versions. And she's like, well, on this one, if you throw salt over your shoulder, it gets rid of the hiccups. <laughs> also, the devil can't take your soul on Tuesdays. Uh, so... What were we talking about? Side note, is that Marrow that I saw, Pogues? Or yes. Just... I, I believe that was who it was. All, the, all the bone spikes coming out. Oh, yeah. And yeah, that's X-Men Marrow from the... I don't really know much about the X-Men's. Yeah, Tom's more the X-Men guy. Oh, God. Do you get him? Yeah. Do you have his number? Can you text no, him? Text him right here? Uh, no, I, I did out, watch... Or... That's not true, actually, because I watched the entirety of the like early 90s animated X-Men Okay. Then you know Marrow. You so know Marrow. Right? Marrow's yes. not in that. Uh, I don't think Come so. On. I don't think she, she might appear towards the end, maybe. Um, she throws bone spine. She's anyways. Uh, disgusting. Did, did anybody else feel like uh, during the filming of this movie, the director was like, "Hey guys, this is R-rated. So if you just want to throw the f-word in wherever the fuck you feel like it, just go ahead. Doesn't matter if it makes sense for what you're saying. Just try to swear a lot." I mean, like, I this feel like the most unnatural swearing in a movie you've ever no, heard. I don't think so. No. Really? Wow. He's, he's he's got the mouth on him, right? That's the Merc- not so much yeah. Deadpool. Punchline. <laughs> Everyone else. Am I, do- am I doing it? Yeah, you're doing it. <laughs> yeah. You're a confident. Everyone believes you. <laughs> uh, no, I don't know. And like, I mean, shout outs to TJ Miller, who's definitely the best part of this movie. Yeah, solid to tell. Uh, and like, I a hundred percent of the things that he said are the f word, and I'm okay with that. Oh, I don't feel like it was him. I guess I should have been more specific. It felt like Ryan Reynolds, especially when he was just Wade Wilson, was like the sort of like cursing that a thirteen year old does, like when he first figures out what the f word is, and just tries to work it into sentences without any context. You know, this it just feels like... like he just says the f word for no reason sometimes. This movie is like the Rick James song "Super Freak." 
where you just like you lean in so hard on knowing what sex is about that it ends up being kind of unclear that you know what sex is about. Like Super Freak <laughs> sounds like it was written by like an 11 year old boy who's pretty sure he knows what sexy ladies are like. And there's a little bit of that <laughs> to this movie where they're just like, this is an R rated comic book movie. So uh, titties and a bunch of F words and just like slow motion gore, right? This is for yeah. grown-ups. And, for grown-ups. Exactly. That's and joking about butt it. sex being a weird, like, zone. Yeah, yeah. Like, that was so weird to me. Because at some point, they, they, they make that joke about International Women's Day, right. where she's pegging Ryan Reynolds. Which, yeah. that specific joke I laughed which at. Which I found interesting that you knew the exact term for that. Makes me really curious about your International Women's well, Day yesterday. This is my point. <laughs> is that a bunch of these things are common knowledge to the adult person. Uh, and then a minute later, she's expecting him to ask her him. He's sorry. She's expecting Ryan Reynolds to ask her a question, which is, can we do it in the butt? Yeah, so at that which, point, that was, I thought was insane. that boundary. That's like a, that's like a, yeah, like I a feel teenager like, thing. Yeah. It's like the butt. Oh, no one does it in the butt. Like that like, was yeah, so him, bizarre. Him After she has had sex with him. Yeah. In his well, maybe, butt. maybe he's like Schulte and he's just scared of people's butts. <laughs> That's our friend Schulte. I just threw his name in because he'll get like a half a chub from hearing it. <laughs> Shoutouts to Schulte yeah. and his weird butt stuff. Uh, his, his, his fear. Hashtag Schulte butt stuff. Yeah, uh, send, him, send him a tweet. I don't even know if he has a Twitter, but tweet us. <laughs> Take a picture of it. Ooh, Facebook it. Maybe that'll be our next shirt. Hashtag Schulte butt stuff. Hashtag Schulte butt stuff. But that, that felt like, like exactly what you're talking mm-hmm. about, where it's like to someone who's like 14 – Having butt sex is super not like that's that's a line that they'll one day get to. But I'm like, really? Yeah. I, I felt like the, the, the like the them having sex on different holidays. I the first couple, I was like, haha. And the Lent one kind of made me laugh, where they were just sitting there reading magazines or books or whatever. <laughs> right. I thought that was funny, and then it just kept going, and I was like, oh wow, we're just gonna we're just gonna keep going through all the holidays. Then like it just I was like, come on. Just get to the end of this bit. I got that's it. Cool. It just kept going, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's in the poster, right? Uh, that yeah. should be the, the tagline for this movie. Yeah. Deadpool, we're just not going to stop. Fuck it. <laughs> we put this choke is over? It's not, bro. Deadpool, we didn't cut a thing. <laughs> I, apparently they did cut a bunch of stuff, Yeah, though, they right? did, apparently. That's what I understand. <laughs> I meant, like, the writer's room. They didn't, like, like go chuck that in. <laughs> yeah, we'll make a joke about... Anything. Uh, I, at least, hopefully, this is going to teach, like, the 14 and 15-year-old boys about pegging. Yeah. So that no, they, they had no idea what was going on. Getting that fucked in up. the butt yeah. sooner yeah. in their lives. I mean, Deadpool does it. Right? <laughs> Except he looks uncomfortable, and, like, really, you should never look that uncomfortable. Yeah. You shouldn't agree to something. Yeah, I really feel like... Consent, if that's No, no, I'm just saying, if it's a butthole, you take your damn time. Oh, I see what you're saying. You're saying that she didn't know what she was doing. Right. Okay, okay. well, I think we figured out... <laughs> A lot about <laughs> Jess's international you woman's day when Jess she dated that Ed Deadpool. Yeah, I, I, hey guys, you want to know about her guest sex life? Being this vicinity, <laughs> um, making it awkward. <laughs> I, I, I uh, just to quickly change the subject. Sure, I'm sure. I think I mentioned this one other time. That Green Lantern joke just annoyed the shit out of me. Which like, one? To no end. The one about the don't make my suit animated. Oh right. Yes. This, this isn't to me in the area of Halle Berry accepting the Razzie for Catwoman. It's like Ryan Reynolds. That movie was garbage. 
You read it's that trying script to back away and you thing. thought to make that movie. That movie's garbage. It's your fault for saying yes. Don't try to play it off as a joke now. You're the dipshit who made it. See, that just annoys me. I didn't have that problem with it, but I did have a problem with it, which is that he is Oh, Wade, Wade Wilson at that point. He's playing himself. He's not Deadpool yet. Did you notice that was something I was thinking about today? Which is which I don't there's no reason for me to think this, but I always get this vibe that Deadpool part of his like superpower set, it's, again, stay with me, is that he's this fourth wall breaking character. It's part of his me, persona. I, I've always read that he just went fully insane and yeah. that's why he thinks that he's in a He's comic. so insane. Yes. He's, yeah. So the fact that Wade Wilson <laughs> And that is supposed to be the joke of not really a joke, but that is supposed to be the thing. Deadpool is not does not know he's in a comic book because he's not. He thinks he's in a comic book, and it's supposed to be he's really alive. Right. And he's just completely mentally insane. Again, all just playing to my point, Wade when he's when he's making that Green Lantern joke, he's just Wade Wilson. His yeah. He's almost, just pre-Deadpool on his way into the facility. So for him to make that felt weird to me. I, I, that's not something anyone would say. You know what I mean? Yeah, just like looking back. This Wade particular Wilson, joke is bad. <laughs> yeah, that's my point. Well, no, it, it feels like Wade Wilson to Deadpool, there's no change. He's the same character. He just wears a mask later. Yeah, they could have done more with like transitioning. Like, yeah, he should have been slightly more, more serious. It's funny. It's fine for him to be a wise cracker and then get turn into an insane man and be Deadpool. But... Yeah, and he's like introduced basically being a stand-up guy and... and... You know, like, yeah. as his mercenary character, as far as, like, being, like, a badass, is not super developed before we get to him being Deadpool. Did you get a Tyler Durden vibe from him in that first scene? Like, oh, just, yeah. like, kind of outfit-wise, kind of mannerism. He was very, like... God, I forgot yeah. about that movie. Disconnected, wearing weird shirts, and, like... That jacket was definitely that was, a choice somebody made. Yeah. Uh, you feel very Tyler Durden now that you mentioned it. Yeah, yeah, that was the vibe I got. Um... But jump, we, we're really kind of stuck on the first half of this movie, which is fine, but I, I'm trying to think of, 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 I mean, was there a part, we talked about the middle feeling like it made more sense. Is there a reason that that's the case? Uh, well, he starts to, I don't know, it runs basically just forward in the middle, yeah. and they're not having so much, I, that, that's that's kind of how movies work. At the beginning, they've got to introduce all the elements, and then... I, I just meant, like, <laughs> the bit, the bits, and, like, the humor. Yeah. Felt like the bits slowed down and in the worked. middle, or at least became like I if fuller. That's where they didn't cut from, right? You know, because I, I, I don't. I read at one point about all the things that they cut from the film, and sometimes that can really mess up kind of the flow yeah. of comedy. Even if they're individual jokes, you you have an energy moving through. Uh, the the end I thought was fine. Uh, <laughs> the ending. Fine. <laughs> yeah, um, solid review. I, uh, you know, uh, what the hell is her name? Negasonic Teenage Warhead? Yeah. Uh, Power changed on her. I don't yeah. know how I felt about that, but it was fine. They made it more like Cannonball, just talking nerd shit for a minute. Uh, yeah, but I did not really understand what her power was. She's a psychic in, in the comics. Yeah, I was like, I don't remember that being her power to, like, stand behind things and shoot them. She's Yeah, she's more got that kinetic energy kind of shit that Cannonball's got, which is fine. I think it's more entertaining to have her in there than... I love the fucking name. Still do. Yeah. yeah it's like I also love... Deadpool loving the name is a very Deadpool yeah. thing to do. Like that was, it's that a, was a very authentic yeah. interaction. But here's the thought I had is a lot of this movie felt like empty, like narratively, because 
the facility they're in, you know, you want to build a little bit of a world there. You want to build that, that, that setting. And, you know, it's just, it's literally and and figuratively an empty warehouse room. There's like nothing. And then it's on fire. To like bite onto there. It's just him in a bed. He's got that friend of his that Question he talks mark. to. Yeah, who like. Whatever his name was. He's, he did. I don't know. And I, I was too lazy to even look up if that was supposed to be a reference I, to a character. Gosh. I would just. Uh, narrative, but, narrative device. Yeah, friend? narrative narrative device friend, Mister Narrative Device, uh, was in there, and like, and then just the villain was there, and and, uh, and that was it. How do we how do we feel about condensing those villains? By the way, what do you mean? I it just oh it, the two characters that were very right, right, similar. Right. <laughs> just, <laughs> you mean the fact that everybody in this movie is very similar, and that everybody has vague superhuman strength, and like uh, you notice that everybody can be thrown into things, thrown across things, can pick people up. I thought that was just very bizarre that it seemed like they specifically were like, this woman's super strong, and then we don't see her really do anything that no one else seems to do, except for, I guess, when Wade breaks his hand trying to punch Colossus in the dick. Enjoy that. <laughs> Enjoy that. that was, I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. It went on. It felt like a little SNL bit where I was like, all right, the two hands was enough. You didn't need to keep <laughs> doing the bit. <laughs> but I mean, like, the, what I want to talk about empty is, like, the opening scene on the highway is clearly, like, the most green screen thing ever. Yeah. And because of that, it felt very unnatural. I actually kind of enjoyed how unnatural it was because it looked like a splash page. They did a great job oh, yeah. in like staging all of those like elaborate tableau. Yeah. In like being like this is a comic book, which like all of them do. The, right. The comic book movies. Uh but again, Deadpool is an interesting opportunity to like address the state of being a comic book. Yeah. Um I, I actually didn't mind that those were kind of like hokey and stylized and strange. Uh, but I feel also like not that much stuff happened in this movie, or like maybe I'm so bored by the dramatic beats of this movie that no. it felt like there could be no, more. not a lot happens. No, you were right. I was thinking about that today when I was at work. When I was, I was, cause I was I've been looking forward to hearing Ben's thoughts on this, and uh, I started thinking about it. And I was like, all right, so you've got the beginning, which is he catches up with him at the car. You have the origin story. Then you have like a montage of what would be interesting stuff happening, but they cut it down to like five minutes. And then it's a set piece, and that's it. There's, like, nothing else in this movie. Yeah, and when they got into his home life, when they got into him and his uh, his roommate, the the, the, the yeah. blind lady from the... from the uh, That was very good. Yeah. That was very, like, strange, like, quirky Deadpool humor that I enjoyed. I, I, I could have done more of that area, and him just doing, like... Yeah, having activity. But, yeah, it was just the classic arc where, yeah, he's given the opportunity... To become a superhero, it's terrible. He's at his lowest. He recovers. He saves a girl. Like, it, it is... I mean, how many times did he say, I'm not a hero in this movie? At least four. We should have tallied it. As and many times like, he said, I'm not Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> I think it was, that might have been the only thing there was more references to was Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. I'm not a hero. I'm Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> the actor. <laughs> uh, who's really my hero? No, actually, who... You know, oh, so do we want to talk about... about it's an awkwardly fine line for Deadpool of being annoying or not annoying. Cause right. he's like kind of this like manic, like character, character that um, is designed to be irritating. Like that's kind of the shtick is that everybody hates him because he just won't stop talking. Yeah. Uh, and so I think Ryan Reynolds is perfect for that. Because that's uh, <laughs> Because yeah, that's like his whole star persona. Everything that we he's ever done in his career is is that. Um, at this what about that movie he was in with Sandra Bullock where they have to get married? Have I said too much? You know what? I'll just cut that out. Keep going. 
Is is that the one where she's his boss? Yeah, yeah. And it's like I, I know that feels one. like sort of like blackmail it's rape, like real rapey. Yeah, yeah. It's in retrospect not a good decision for a movie plot. Um. No. Anyway, so it, I actually thought this movie was less irritating than it could have been. I I thought he was less annoying. I was less annoyed by this movie than I expected to be. Uh. So that's you know. But here's my question: Were you less annoyed at the movie or less annoyed at Ryan Reynolds? Oh, Ryan Reynolds. Oh, I mean, okay. I, and and the movie itself was fine. It just I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed. <laughs> oh no, she's going mom on us, guys. Well I, I think this was the best Holly like main main stage Hollywood could do with Deadpool. I think I mean, I, to I mean, get what we want out of this that we keep talking about would have had to been a weird director. Like someone Weird. Maybe they'll go there. Would have had to pick it. Pick it maybe pick that it is what'll happen in the next one. They might have wanted this one to be a straight formula. But I, I found one thing, and this is one of my notes that I wrote down, which is hmm. I find Ryan Reynolds to be the least likable person in this movie. Like I enjoyed all of the people around him way more than I enjoyed Deadpool. I don't know. I I found uh, like I, I found most of his funny moments were him interacting with somebody else and their sort of reaction to him. I did like. The whole, like, did I leave the stove on joke? That was just like, oh, I can't believe that's in this fucking movie. <laughs> that annoyed the shit out of me. The I don't know. It just felt like they were trying so hard with him that he was funnier when he was interacting with people. Him on his own was just annoying to I me, mean, at least. I mean, that's kind of how jokes work. <laughs> well, yeah, I get but, you know, I mean, like, it just felt like, I don't know. It's hard to explain. You know, you I, I understand what you're saying here, that, like, he's the weakest link in that particular chain is, is just right. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, there could be like, you know, scenes where, you know, TJ Miller talks to the crowd and they don't respond, but his jokes are still fun. You know I mean? Like there was those sort of moments, but like just everything, like Reynolds attempts at jokes. And I guess maybe I'm just still annoyed that he kept referencing himself. I don't know. I just found him to be the least likable of all the people in the movie. I, I thought he was fine. <laughs> oh, somebody's all of a sudden a uh, Ryan Reynolds apologist. I mean, well, Speaking of, of other characters in this movie, uh, we talked, we've sort of danced there in a few of them. Colossus, I didn't enjoy. Did not enjoy Colossus. I don't think it was an enjoyable foil for Deadpool, which is what he's supposed to be. He's, yeah. He's supposed to be, you know, upright and. He's like a straight man, but he was played so goofily. In he was played play. like. Yeah. He had cartoonish muscles and he spoke in that ridiculous accent. And... <laughs> that accent was insane. And he was like so over the top, like goody two shoes that. You know, yeah, I mean, he's I, not I like the X Men. He's not like that. I mean, he's a decent human being. Yeah, he's, that's not the same. He's not he Captain America, like you said. Yeah, he's just like. He's a, very much like this, this. Like, I couldn't believe he's they, they yeah. used the joke, the language joke. I was like, they just used that joke in Avengers. Isn't Captain America also, like, a fan of Deadpool? Like, aren't they, like, bros? I... The actors? No, no. I think... (laughs) I I read a book once where, like... Because they were both, like, government experiments. uh, I think you're making this up. I I could be. He's he's mostly tied to Wolverine, uh, who hates him. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Wolverine hates... Right. In fact, I think his origin is that he was given some of, like, Wolverine's blood or something, or his DNA... As like a way to like make him invulnerable to further testing, mm-hmm. which is how he ends up with all of his scars. Um, oh, are you sure? I thought in the comics he he had so much cancer they gave it to him to keep him alive because he had been trained as a weapon. Well, and they didn't want him to die. He was going to die of cancer, and they didn't want to lose him, so they injected him with that shit, and that's why his skin's like that because it's all cancer cells. That's how full of cancer he is. Cancer? 
Cancer? Cancer. But, but, this, 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 did I mention cancer? This reminded me of another scene is they referenced the terrible take on Deadpool in Wolverine Origins, then showed it. <laughs> what was your take on that? Uh, oh, yeah, they mentioned his, I can't remember what it was, but no, someone threatens to show your mouth. So his mouth. Then they cut to an action figure of the terrible Deadpool from Wolverine Origins, where he's got knives in his forearms and his mouth sewn shut. That's what that was? Yeah, that, that little action figure he like brushes away from the Wham record. I was that's, not even paying attention to yeah, what that Yeah, that's Wolverine was. Origins Deadpool. So they actually showed the bad version of <laughs> like, that's where I also saw I that. I that's I'm like, a fine, subtle joke. I'm confused by where his meta gone too far. <laughs> you know what I mean? When you're just this like, movie. Yeah. <laughs> Never too far. Not far enough. Oh, man. Burn it down. I, just, I, I want too much. You're right. I needed to... But I, I just have a question. Did, did you find the, the lack of like any sort of real female character in this movie as a woman? Does that bother are, you? Are you asking me? Are you asking Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, I should have used your name. All right. Yeah, I'm sorry. That should have been clear. Anyway, I'll answer. Uh, no, go ahead. Really well, how about I answer and then you give the exact same answer? Yeah. And then we just talk about how great you I think was. I think our listeners will appreciate any opinions in the sound of a male voice. <laughs> you know, just like... I could drop it down I, to yeah, you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I got, I got some opinions on this shit. <laughs> I don't know why I had to burn my listeners there. I don't know what it was. I know, it's kind Sorry. of bro. We have very forward-thinking listeners. It's true. I mean, as a woman, mm-hmm. uh, I, I, my, I was just distracted by Ryan Reynolds' abs uh-huh. uh, the whole time. Sorry, hold uh, up. I'm going to derail your conversation right now. Did I see his dick? I feel like I saw his dick in the in the scene uh, where he was scene? the naked fight scene. Before yeah, but it's like, like in the on fire. Eastern Promises, Mutant Edition? Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, Damn, yeah. that is a real-ass scene, though. <laughs> yeah. It is a CGI penis, I believe. Okay. Just one of the CGI. Get that on record. They like they added a dick in yeah. later. Yeah, because I think because he's wearing that suit that's supposed to make his skin look like that. So I think Swanger? he's covered in a prosthetic. Yeah. Uh. And I doubt they were just like leave your dick out. They <laughs> just like cut a hole for his dick to come out of the skin. Yeah, and it someone wrote on a post to just toss that dick in post just to get that in there. <laughs> Check the gate. Mark that one for dick insertion. <laughs> oh shit. How many dicks am I at? Wait, did I? I said cock. Yeah, oh, come cock. on. Keep your own game straight. Burning my cocks. <laughs> Dang it, shit. Um, but yeah, like, like I, I think po- the, the point Pokes is getting at is there's one, this this Monica... Oh, Whatever the fuck back, her last name. Bactine. Uh, she's... Backgammon. <laughs> yeah, Bactine. Okay, with a heart of gold. Yeah, yeah right. I really thought would play a role at the end of the movie. Nope. Uh, nope. Mm-hmm. Basically just exists to, like really care soft-eyed style which right. is also what she's for on gotham so she's great great at it but she does have nice eyes there is the badass uh, uh villain i thought the joke yeah. about her boob bobbing up is pretty funny that was pretty funny yeah uh, uh, but is she really a character no, like other than the fact that she's, she's she, apparently a, a more angry rosie o'donnell she gets joke i don't get no agency in no film at all. henchman yeah she's henchman. Uh, she could have been replaced by like a, a log that was sentient I mean, that's any henchman, to be clear. Not uh, exactly, but that's what I mean, is she can't really count as... Like, she doesn't count as, like, a lady character. Yeah, uh, I'm just saying... It, because I, she's, like, not a character. I don't think her character was intentionally, like, fucked no, up. No, no. Or, or, like, all henchman characters are like that. You're the one who brought her up, all right, man? We're forgetting... <laughs> yeah, I, think, I think it might have been me. Um, was it? Um, me. Uh, but I did think she, her fight scenes were badass. Like, uh, I, Negasonic Teenage Warhead, also uh-huh. a lady, um, just with the shaved head. Not that her femininity is tied to her hair length. But, um, I mean, she was basically played up as a, a one-note joke, which is she's a teenager who so, doesn't care. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, a lot which, of one-noteness in this movie, to be honest. Yes. 
Sure. Is, they're comic book characters. Sure. Yeah. But I think that's <laughs> well, what I mean, like, every episode is like, yeah. give them some fucking death. It, like, I mean, you could look at, like, comic. Captain America, and at least Agent Carter does some stuff. She's still sort of just the love interest in the movie, but she is shown being sort of a badass a couple of times, so at least she has something. Yeah. And this, I was just like, nah, I guess she fucked him in the ass. <laughs> With her fake cock, does that count towards your total? I mean, I didn't say cock. You're trying to trick me into... I I will say that if you can't go all the way to make solid, in-depth characters for women in the movie, I'm at least appreciate making them cool. You know what I mean? Is that is that stupid to say? Because we've seen a lot no, of movies where I understand the, what you're saying. The women are <laughs> the women are poorly formed characters and they're boring. You yeah. know what I mean? Yes. And they're not cool. So yeah. at least you get one of them. You know that's got to be a win. So, so yeah, I was just sort of bummed at her like sort Bumble. of role yeah. at the end of the movie. <laughs> like um, I mean, compare this to the I'll coming off of Fantastic Four, four different renditions of Sue Storm being the most whiny, boring, ineffectual, un uh, 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 shallow character in yeah, the last movie. She's filmed. basically an actor. After complete afterthought. Like, oh shit, we forgot to have her be on the ship. Fuck it, she's in the office. So at least these characters get to punch Colossus across a skyscraper like size. Right, but like our our main female character gets to like be cast aside for adventure and masculinity, essentially, where he like won't even like (laughs) allow himself to like be in like an equitable human relationship when he's sick. He's like, No, I must go man my death somewhere, man man. Uh which is ridiculous and stupid and then she's you know but that's also like seen as an essential act for him to take like the 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 movie continues on like woman set to the side until she can then come into uh you know danger and we can literally put her in a glass box (laughs) (laughs) to keep her safe and beautiful (laughs) yeah like a very like sleeping beauty sort of uh... fabulous uh that's fine not every that actually doesn't really bother me that much so much as like every character is written pretty badly. So like, I don't like, it, it doesn't seem like they're really like, they were picking on the women. Not going picking into, on everybody. That's, that's a fair reading too. You know, you can't, yeah, yeah. Um, that's a good point. I get it to you. Yeah. So, I was just curious your opinions. Yeah. Not to, not to be on. an apologist for bad roles for women, but like, I think it's just like bad roles for everybody. Um, because we need time for gags. Yeah, yeah, we need time for. Is so, there a part of you that kind of wishes T.J. Miller had been Deadpool? Um, yeah, I just you know, but the abs, you know, he doesn't look great without us. Right, got it. You got abs. You're creeping me out, man. <laughs> I just, I'm glad that I'm bringing just a weirdly sexual energy to your. Phone. Also, though, this really points <laughs> out. Even if I dress like Deadpool, I still can't get you. So that's good to know. <laughs> that's you know. I'm more like T.J. Miller, I guess. Uh, uh, aren't we all? Aren't we all? <laughs> I wish I was more like TJ Miller. He's still, uh, oh, he's great. Um, uh, Silicon Valley's back soon. Anyways, uh, what else is what? What are some things? What did you guys think of uh, Stan Lee's? Cameo? Uh, I appreciate that they they decided because he's his cameo was always like I'm a mailman, I am a bystander. So the fact that they made him a a strip club DJ yeah. felt like it in itself like a um a. a a joke on Stanley as much as it was a joke. Like it was like, to... I, I just wondered though, do you think this is a trend? Because in guardians of the galaxy, they refer to him as that old pervert. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So it's just like, a trend in their way sports. well, doesn't he play like Hugh Hefner in one of them? Yes, he does. Uh, you know what? You're right. Uh, I, I, Iron Man I take that back. <laughs> wow. What, I knew what, what, oh, wait, he might be Larry King in Iron Man. Too. I knew a thing. Well, he's got like the lapels. All I remember is the velvet smoking jacket, but yeah, 
anyway. Lapels make the Hefner, so. <laughs> Lapels make the Hefner. As that's I'm always what... saying. <laughs> yeah, that's actually, Ben has a tattoo of that. It's really weird. And he worked it into his wedding vows. You don't want to know where, either. My wedding vows. Definitely on his penis, guys. <laughs> oh, dick tattoos. <laughs> Uh, what is what is good about this movie? Can you guys tell me some good things? Did you really not like it that much? We, no, but I feel like we bragged on it a lot. That's true. And uh, it, made... it, it was definitely better than it. I thought it was going to be. I did not hate it because I was really worried. The trailers, to me, annoyed the shit out of me. I just felt like they were so overly jokey that I thought that would be a really bad sign. Yeah. So I found that there was jokes I actually genuinely found humorous, and I didn't mind Ryan Reynolds as much as I thought, because I realized I don't actually really like Ryan Reynolds as an actor, I don't think. I uh, think, for me... maybe that's because I only see him in bad movies. Hmm. For like, me, I, I've never seen whatever that movie is he's famous for. What what movie is that? Dan Wilder, does that sound right? Oh, yeah. 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 No, I've never not, actually seen that movie. movie. I don't know if that's what he's famous for, but as much as his first break. I don't know. What, what's he famous for then? Besides this, it's, it, let's look it up. <laughs> well, he's unfortunately he is well known for the proposal, which is the movie you guys were referring to earlier um, with with uh, Sandra oh, Bullock. Yeah. Uh, God, she's got an interesting star persona. She like, really does, and it's not great. <laughs> but yeah, he's from you know he's he's definitely in Green Lantern. Uh, honestly, yeah, you got a good point. He was the, I forgot he was in Blade. I forgot he was... He's in, he's in the third Blade, the, the bad Blade. And they reference Blade 2 in this movie. Yes. Uh, he's also in R.I.P.D., which is bad. He's in Wolverine Explorer. Origins, which is terrible. Yeah. So those are like the only movies I've really seen him in, except for I for mean, some reason I've seen The Proposal, and I don't know why. I cannot remember when I saw it, but I definitely watched it. He's Chip in Dick, so... Uh, Chip and Dick. What? <laughs> he's a sorry. His None IMDb, of these count for my talent. His IMDb <laughs> includes a, a role as Chip in the movie Dick, so I couldn't resist saying Chip and Dick. Um, <laughs> the original names of Chip and Dale. Go ahead. <laughs> but what I did enjoy about this movie is 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 a, a lot a lot in a lot more ways. The humor caught me off guard, and I, I didn't expect to be caught off guard. Yeah. Like when I saw the trailer, I was like, "All right, it's gonna be funny." But I'm going to see every single one coming. And there was a lot of plot points and jokes themselves that completely were like, oh, shit, that was pretty solid. Like, that was a good moment for me through this movie. And it happened a lot more than I'd like to admit. Uh, we brought up a lot of them so far. The fact that he had the, the, the Hugh Jackman stapled to his face. <laughs> I did not at all see that coming. Yeah. Um, the fact that he had, that he moved in with that old woman. Yeah. Was really because she seemed like a bit for that scene. Yeah, yeah. Know, to make a fun of him for not knowing to, to just. Which I feel pants. like that might have been something. I think if that part, if parts of that had been cut out, I wonder because it felt like it was just sort of abrupt that all of a sudden she went from being like a bit extra in one shot to being sure it could have so been. I, I wonder yeah. if they that there was more of that the stuff we liked that they cut out. But I liked that it was just suddenly a thing, and he's <laughs> yeah. like showing up at home wearing Crocs, and he's got a tiny hand because he cut it off, and I'm like, when <laughs> yeah, then, right there in that middle of that, I'm like, this is pretty fucking good like i was really that, that was on funny. top of it um jerking yourself off with the baby hand <laughs> yeah, so fucking weird yeah like coming. that's that's the kind of movie that i would have would have dreamed of maybe is just more weird i feel like there was yeah. a lot of like pop culture reference jokes uh and i feel like there was like a lot of fucking jokes but there weren't a lot of just like weird jokes 
Yeah, I felt like the comedy was very, uh, like I said, like lowbrow and not like in a good way. <laughs> the easy stuff. They went yeah, to the easy very stuff. Easy like talk about my dick or my butthole. It felt like a Family Guy kind of series of jokes, which I guess they knew would play because people love that show. But and it works. And I find that show completely unwatchable. I can't stand Family Guy. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, back on the list. <laughs> oh, sweet. <laughs> I was confused. I was like, is she... It's weird. She's got an actual list here. It is... Long. <laughs> There's a lot of names crossed off. Unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um, uh. Yeah. All right. We're, we're back to the jokes, though, guys. This is a podcast about funny times. Uh, yeah, I forgot what I was gonna say. It's Shit. Great. I, I'm so happy I could completely derail everything. <laughs> uh, yay. Um, things that I liked about uh, this movie. Besides Ryan Reynolds. Ad. Another note. Was that a helicarrier at the end? Like a shield helicarrier they were fighting on? Or was it just a random battle? It was some sort of boat which had apparently had the middle of it exploded out. I think that's uh, this, this dawns another thing on me. Usually in a movie like this, the villain has a plot that the hero is trying to stop. There's no plot. There's no grand there scheme, it seems. Because no. they, they reference that the, 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 the facility that turns him into Deadpool is making like slave people. And they even show them being shipped off at some point. Right. So you assume he's going to end that. Which I would guess is probably, if they do a sequel, that'll be the sequel. Yeah, but you assume... It's him trying to free those people, because otherwise there's no movie. Yeah, you assume he ended that, but they, they don't I mean, touch the place on blew it. up. Yeah. yeah. Well, he definitely killed a lot of innocent Honor. people. Yeah. <laughs> like, a yeah. lot of innocent people. Like, including his homebro. Yeah. Who just wanted to make pancakes for his daughters? Question yeah. Yay. Bob. Bob's another reference to the comic, I believe, too, as well. Yeah, I assumed that that was supposed to be a reference I didn't get. I know yeah, Apex is a character. It's from the, the same show. joke in the comic. It's that he's like fighting like uh, Hydra, and he runs into some guy who, he, as he's beating up, he like ends in a conversation with him, and his name's Bob. And then later on, he runs into Bob again, and, and he's like, oh, Bob. And uh, and uh, yeah, that, that kind of repeats. In fact, I think at some point he becomes his sidekick for a number of, of issues, but... That's that's a funny joke. Yeah, I liked yeah, that. Joke. I found no. that joke. Yeah, I thought that joke was pretty funny. I mean, it was sort of out of nowhere, but I did enjoy that. I just felt that the ending was super anticlimactic. I know yeah. we were talking about things that we liked. I just thought that that. Ending no, let's was get back just... to the shitting on everything. Well, I, I also thought that it was it was crazy that they did the same thing twice, which is he doesn't have guns. Yes. And I was like, why why doesn't he have guns for this final scene? Couldn't you have him just use all of his ammo killing people in like insane ways? And then he has to fight what's his name with just his sword? Like yeah. why get rid of that? I think actually I did read that there was like a like a technical reason they ended up having him forget his guns. Um they didn't that, pay blanks. Yeah. They just no, that there was like uh they there was a bunch of other shit that was supposed to happen at the end of the movie. Uh I could be completely wrong on this. That joke did feel old a second time. Yes, absolutely. I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't into it. Uh, yeah. Well, and, and also like, I, I knew watching the film that like obviously this guy has no way to cure you. He was just fucking with you in your head. Like you're supposed to be like this badass mercenary. This hasn't even occurred to you. It was also sort of <laughs> insane that he thought that like this, he could capture this guy, and, and then, then he, he would like. He would, like, go under... Science and have surgery? Yeah, like, <laughs> how did you think this was going to end well? How did you think he was going to cure you with you? Like, you were going to have to bring somebody in to hold a gun on him the whole time. But that is Deadpool, though, is he's True. too insane to, to, to think that far ahead. He did just, you guys like, also think he, he didn't look that bad? I mean, he didn't look great. Yeah! He I, just sort of I looked like a raisin. Uh, well, we know you <laughs> you've made that I'm abundantly clear. No, yeah. no, he really, like... 
And okay. that's an interesting, sorry, not to cut you off. No, yeah, go ahead. It's an interesting line to have to draw is like, how disgusting can we make our main character? Um, who's like also supposed to be kind of sexy. It's like, a, you know, not to be this guy, but uh, on Arrow right now, so they've got this this like lady sidekick love interest character who's like incredibly sexualized. She's a computer tech, but she's like just in bandage dresses and big ass heels, and she's in a wheelchair, and they've immediately stopped sexualizing her. <laughs> um, and like on one hand, like I. Okay, I guess. Uh, but on the other hand, that's fucked up. Like, if she's gonna be a sex object, not in the wheelchair, you have to also make her a sex object in the wheelchair. She's still, she's still gonna show off her goods. Yeah, well, it's just like, otherwise you have to admit that that's what you've been doing the whole time with this character. Is like, oh shit, we gotta like dial down how, like, we're just staring at her tits while she's typing on a computer. Like, she's supposed to be like a computer science genius, but like, really, they just spend a lot of time with like her hair and her nails and her clothes. And that just ended the minute that she was injured in a new wheelchair. Uh, and I feel like it's kind of fucked to like, have to decide how gross Deadpool can be with him like still being a viable male lead. I just found that sort of interesting that the whole point was like, I'm too ugly for her to see me. And I'm like, you don't look that bad, though. Yeah, she was willing to watch you die. I feel yeah, like... Yeah, I was like, I was like you just sort alive. of look like a, like a burn victim who's recovered. Yeah. Like, it's not that... Because, I mean, in the comics, he has, like... Get away. Open, like, tumors on his face and stuff. He, he's drawn to be extremely disgusting. And they're always supposed to be opening and closing because his healing factor is constantly healing his, his cancer. Yeah, I mean, it's clearly went light with that. It, and so I just thought that was sort of weird that they played it up so much. And I'm like, you guys couldn't have just given him, like, really bad makeup? But they made him look really bad? They treated him like, uh, in the movie narrative, they treated him like they did in the Fantastic Four movies, treated the thing. Like, everyone saw him, and they're like, oh, that's inhuman. Like, yeah, like, like to me, this sounds a little weird, but to me, he just looks like a burn victim. Were you not listening when we were just, like, literally... Just no, like... I, I know, but... <laughs> But my point being that if I saw a burn victim on the street, I don't think that I would yeah, I might be like, stagger ooh, away. Ooh, but like I, I wouldn't, wouldn't be go, like, oh, oh fuck! <laughs> People's reaction yeah, to that, him. That sequence was totally unnecessary. Like, I, yeah. like we know that he's gross looking. People would just kind of go, uh, I'm not going to look at that because yeah. that's Or so they would just cute. be like, oh, so, poor guy, he was in a burn. Or they would just not really notice. I mean, I, I went to at college. I knew a guy who had like a gigantic face tumor. Nobody ever brought it up. Right. And nobody, like, as he walked by, was like, oh, my God. Like, it was just like, oh, feel bad for that guy. That's it. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't understand why in this movie they were like, look at how terrible he looks. And then looking at him, I was like, he sort of just looks like Ryan Reynolds with silly putty on his face. <laughs> yeah. 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 But, like, still, like, perfectly chiseled body. <laughs> I was, Yeah, I was like, I, I'll take looking like that. I could probably still get way more action than I can get right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would move me up on the list. And uh, <laughs> let's just stop the podcast there. <laughs> and done. But now, did you guys, uh, I, don't, I, I don't know if this is jumping ahead, if this is even considered jumping ahead. Did you guys stay for the after credit sequence at all? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ferris Bueller reference. Yes, obviously. obviously. Super appreciated that. Um, this was something funny I noticed because I saw this before I saw the movie is I saw people drawing up fan art of Kieran Knightley as... Cable. Yes. Oh. And I didn't get that. I'm like, why are people doing that? And then they, so the end where he makes a joke about, hey, she's got range. She can play Cable. 
Um, now people are trying to write petitions to get Kira Knightley to play Cable, which just sounds more like leaning into a bit than like a good idea. Yeah. It sounds so. the most asinine thing happened. If they let it happen, then somebody needs to burn Fox Studios down. <laughs> yeah, you can't write your future superhero movies off of bits, as fun <laughs> as that sounds. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it just like would be so offensive to the nature of the character. It would be like if they made a joke about how... Uh, have Daniel Day Lewis play Gene Gray. People were like, that would be funny. He's a method actor. And then Shit. they did it. It would just be like, why? Why are you doing this? <laughs> I but, but now Only for oh, Daniel Day Lewis kissing Hugh Jackman. <laughs> oh, God. Let's all just not think about that. Pose, you can illustrate, right? Can you give us a. Uh... I'm already on it, guys. I'm not going over and get my Cintiq out. The listeners are <laughs> it anticipating it now. <laughs> oh, I'm anticipating it, too. I'm uh, picturing, like, 80s Jean Grey, like the green mm, the green onesie oh, with the yeah. yellow fringe. Very but I'm also picturing Daniel Day Lewis as his character from. There Will Be Blood? No, Gangs of New York. No. I was thinking big mustache, at least. He has a big mustache. Very crap. All right, there we go, yeah. <laughs> And he has, like, a Popeye thing to his mouth. Like, the one side of it's it's very odd. Anyways, uh, speaking of that, I, I mentioned this to Ben when I was talking to him earlier. Because I have a habit of sometimes, like, dropping questions on Ben that really would work better if I had told him before I mentioned them. Do you mean speaking of being sexually attracted to Dan Day-Lewis? Yes, of course. Okay, yeah. Now, which role do you uh, find him the most sexually attractive? <laughs> no, uh, I've been waiting for this question. Oh, obviously I started this podcast. Is the older version when he's in There Will Be Blood and he's got that bowling alley and he's dissatisfied with his life. That one. Let me just flip this list over. I've got it all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. He's on there a lot. Um, I would say his, his role in uh, Mutiny on the Bounty. Anyways. Deep cut. What is your actual question? He's shirtless in that a lot. <laughs> That's for you, Jeff. I can hear you writing in your own list right now. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, now I was gonna ask is who do you think they could get to play Cable? He mentions Shit. Mel Gibson, which I think would actually not be bad because I mean, say what you will about Mel Gibson's complete insanity and anti-Semitism, he was always a good actor. I always liked Mel Gibson until he went insane. Dolph Lundgren. That is the worst thing I've ever heard <laughs> out of here right now. I just want Dolph Lundgren in every single film. No, that's he's, my problem. He's so good. Uh, is he? He is. He is. Really looking forward to Kindergarten Cop 2? I don't take back what I said. No, I, he's definitely the best part of all of the Expendables films. Which uh, is like saying he's the best part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Who says that, Pokes? That's not an expression. It is. People say it a lot, Ben. Look it up. I have uh, controversial opinions on the Expendables films, which I'd like to not get into. We'll save that for our other podcast. <laughs> yeah. Expanding <laughs> Expendables. Jess gives controversial opinions on Expendables and also questionable hiccup advice. Yeah. Yeah. That's all one podcast. <laughs> You're going to wrap them all together? Yeah. People it's only going to be one episode, though. She really is concise. First guys. audience <laughs> tuning in, though. I, I thought who would be good, too. I mean, there's no way Mel Gibson can be cast in any role, probably, in a major motion picture now. In, per, like, Pepper 2, or, per pep, ah, fuck it. Uh, oh, I mean, he was just in Machete 2. Machete I, re- I, I said major motion picture. <laughs> Colorful. Now, I thought who would work would be Kurt Russell, but he signed on to be in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, so there's no way Marvel would let him, I'm assuming in his contract, it says he can't appear in a... Double like in, the, in another comic book franchise. I'm sure they have that, because that would be insane. So, I'm out of ideas. Uh, That's, great. Those are the two great people. <laughs> those are the two that you had? Oh, come on. Snake Plissken as Cable? <sighs> yeah, I still am going to go with Dolph Lundgren. Um, Cause Dolph- you know he can't speak English, right? He's, he's older. He's good at it now. He no, does, he he does great hair very well. 
he has amazing hair. Yeah. He walks as though most of his bones have become shards. I mean, I'm looking at pictures of Dolph Lundgren right now, of Cable right now, and it looks like Dolph Lundgren. Does it? It yes. kind of does, yeah. All right, guys, this really is the last episode of the podcast. <laughs> Go to your Google and type in Cable from the X-Men. Type in Ben is right. <laughs> Dolph Lundgren is the best. Hashtag number one. Uh, yeah, I, I hate I hate this game because I, I have a hard time. I cast people on looks, which is never right. Yeah. Because Hollywood can do a lot and make people. Well, but that's what I'm saying. I think so. Channing Tatum. Like Cable. Channing Tatum. He is like five years or ten years <laughs> younger than Ryan Reynolds. He's supposed to be an older man. What about Tom Hardy? I'm just picking muscle guys now. I don't muscle know. guys. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Let me get my muscle guys list out. Just you just want you just want Tom Hardy to muscle. Oh, unfurled it's his on list. A <laughs> That's how you know you're serious about something. I drew them all. It's vellum. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I. I mean, I actually found that a little obnoxious. To, to hype another movie in the, the end credits? Yes. Or, you like, I like the idea of, I mean, because Ferris Bueller, obviously, like, very famous fourth wall break. Maybe the most famous? Could be, yeah. Modern? Yeah. It's modern film fourth wall breakage without going into art films I've never seen? Yes. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Uh, so, like, that's very funny to me, the idea of, of, of you know, restaging that and shooing people out of the theater. Uh, but, like, it... The idea of, like, spoiling your own potential sequel as, like, a, like, a, was it supposed to be funny? It's a weird place to be informative. Um, like, I guess the end of those generally have a teaser about something that's going on in the yeah. general. Yeah, I mean, if this was a normal movie, they would have just showed Cable. Yeah. Or, like, like a, or hinted at it. I feel like that was like their goal was to guarantee the sequel. If this was a regular movie, someone would have just dropped a dossier on the table with Cable on it, and everyone sure. would go, "Oh man!" And then they'd be explaining to their girlfriends on the way out who Cable is. Oh yeah, I still got that. <laughs> <laughs> Believe you me. Actually, that was a fun train ride home. Nothing. I don't know, maybe you walked. Not, uh, nothing amuses me more than the end of every superhero movie. They show like Thanatos or something, and then like a thousand. White dudes explain that to the person yeah, next to swivel them. to their right, <laughs> and they start explaining the person who probably already could just follow context clues to understand, or doesn't care, <laughs> or doesn't care entirely, doesn't care. Not like yeah, it's just humoring the person, and they certainly were like, "This was it." Seeing the movie was as far as I was willing to go. That's, that's this thing. Um, you know, honestly, I am tapped on Deadpool. I want to say, yeah, I, I don't have anything else. So if there was nothing else you guys wanted to mention, I did not take very many lo- notes. I guess maybe seeing a movie in a theater does not help. Uh, so yeah, uh, I'm sure we missed a lot. I've been told that there's there's tons of Easter eggs in this movie. So if you've seen one that we didn't mention and you want to throw it in our face, write to us at facebook.com/naospod. You sound thrilled to share this. Or or tweet at naospod. Uh, <laughs> not and even right. <laughs> I, yeah, I might have said that one backwards. N-A-O-S pod. Uh, but tweet us. We'll read them on the uh, the mini episode. We read some uh, some of the stuff last mini episode. That was a sweet pause I put in there. Uh, luckily, that'll get cut out in editing. So um, this joke won't make any sense. You can you can find me at the Disco Pony on Twitter. That's about pretty much wraps it up. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at It's Pobes. Uh, Jess, is there somewhere they can go find you? Please don't. <laughs> All right, Jess will be Stay at a costume store looking for a guy dressed as a superhero <laughs> and one of the presidents of the United States I, at the I same like, time. I like a double costume, I'm yeah. not going to lie. 
So Iron Man, uh, like Martin Van Buren, I'm in. <laughs> I into what is it? <laughs> whoa, whoa, come on, keep it clean. This is a family podcast. Is this Again, a family podcast? This is something children listen to exclusively. I dialed it back on the cock. Yeah, we know. <laughs> what are we at there? See, I have a point of reference because I know you, so I know that this is way less than what I'm used oh. to hearing. Shocking. Uh, we still have the Heaver shirt for sale, uh, tpublic.com slash user slash art of pokes to buy a Heaver shirt. Uh, me and Ben are talking about ideas for another shirt that people would actually buy and possibly wear, so that'll be interesting. Ben and I. Uh, Come back next week for the mini-episode where we'll cover any corrections and stuff we missed. Feel free to write and tell us how dumb we are for not loving Deadpool like everybody else in the United States and most of Europe. And I think that's it, Ben. Yeah, that does it for me. All right. Thanks for having me on, guys. Sure. (laughs) So enthusiastic. (laughs) Sure is, I think, all of our review of this film. You're the Deadpool people, folks. Oh, wow. I thought we were friends. I'm sorry. You're the Ryan Reynolds of that's actually worse. At least it's <laughs> Miller in it. Cock. <laughs>